What's up, everybody? This is Kyle. I'm here with Dunk and Roby, and this is the Pardon My Jerk podcast. Say hi, everybody. What's up, everybody? Good evening. All right. Uh, thanks for getting on with me, guys. Um, we're, uh, we're coming to you guys today to give you our top 10 preseason athlete power rankings. Uh, but first, fitness. So pick up right where you guys just left off when we were talking off air. Go ahead, Roby. Oh, no, I was just saying I, I've been doing a like a strength program just because my work schedule has been crazy. So it's uh, – everybody knows who Dave Lipson is. Camille LeBlanc, Bazinet, Bazinet's husband. Uh, um, if you're if you're not if you're not familiar with who Dave Lipson is, just Google "luckiest man in the world." Yeah, Once you scroll yeah. past me, you're gonna find yeah. Dave Lipson. <laughs> yeah, um, but, but he was uh, you know he was he was big with CrossFit in the in the early days. You know he was a coach, uh, did seminars and everything. He has a strength program called Thunderbro, where there's various tracks of it. I'm doing like a three month track with it. Uh, where it's eight sets of eight with 30 seconds rest and three second negatives on every movement. And the movements change every day. You're squatting twice a week. So my mm -hmm. legs are Trying to get them chicken legs stronger. Yeah. Well, 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 today was overhead squats and I'm doing it in a commercial gym and people are looking at me really? like I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, like, you're doing eight by eight with a three, a three second essential. What are we doing? Like a bare women's bar? I was doing, I was doing 75 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> people are looking at me like, like, what is this idiot doing? I'm dying. I'm like, <laughs> I'm physically like about to get ill. Yeah. I'm hurting. Literally, so there's like forehead veins popping out and your yeah, eyeballs are falling out of your head. Bad. It was bad. Like the chick, there's a chick next to me front squatting who's like also dying too. So I didn't feel as bad. Yeah. But I was like, man, this is rough. But yeah, I've been doing, it's on, what am I on? Like my third week now of it. Um, it's awesome, man. I, it's good because, like, I can't get down to do CrossFit as often as I'd like with work and everything. Mm -hmm. So I like that I have that program to just – because I'm still getting metabolic conditioning through it because the rests are so quick. Like, you're, you're moving. You're cruising through this. Yeah. Helps you, so, helps you no, get through the workout, too. Yeah, because you're uh, – like, like, Are you in the no one rest. where he programs Metcons, too? No. So that's what I come down to do CrossFit for, like, once a week. I so did – uh, Metcons in. I did because I did the I did Thunderbro for a few when I was recovering from my knee, mm -hmm. and uh, he he would program rudimentary Metcons in there too, and it helped. Yeah. It. I'll tell you, um, it may for for you you might find that it uh it might improve your your level of conditioning. So like before I got married, I was like, all right, I'm gonna dial back like the met the CrossFit Metcons to like three days a week or dial back the volume and just focus a little bit more like, cause I just want to look good for my wedding. I just want to get yoked. Yeah. And uh, then we did awesome. Fran like on a random Saturday. That was the first time I ever broke sub three. Mm -hmm. And I went like 244 on my friend. Yeah. Like, because, well, I think there's like a lot of stuff to it, man. Like CrossFitters are not used, used to like time under tension, mm -hmm. like have to like hold positions for long periods of time and like the, really put that kind of negatives. stress on our muscles. Yeah, it's, it's like that oh. program with, with the negatives and everything. Like, there's so much time under tension. Mm -hmm. And your rest is so quick. Like, thir 30 seconds goes by fast. And there's, oh, like, yeah. quasi-conditioning. <clears throat> like, like every, every day there's some kind of, like, power clean or dumbbell power cleans or front squat. Like, something where, like, you're still getting your heart rate spiked because you're moving load. So, I'm just doing all that without that much rest is – yeah good enough cardio yeah so 
So what were you saying, Don? So I've been uh, dabbling in just kind of heavy strength piece EMOMs. And uh, like I did Cali Bear a couple of weeks ago. Um, plan is for the next couple of days to do a, a 400-pound deadlift EMOM for like 20 to 30 minutes. Really, it's just kind of to failure how long you can last. So, Oof, dude. Is it just one deadlift? So just one, one deadlift, deadlift one deadlift every minute. Until failure. Until you yeah. hurt yourself. <laughs> until, yeah, until I keel over. It'd be the fastest EMOM for me. Zero. All right, yeah, it was like a, somebody at the gym mentioned it, and it was just like, oh, that sounds kind of cool, and then it just turned into, well, now i got to try it yeah. kind of thing. Now, yeah, so I was going to go over this week's jerk work, but I was, I was telling Roby off air, I can't in good conscience this week. So uh, <laughs> telling people to do what I just did tonight because it, it was just a nightmare. But I will say, um, what I've been trying to work in, again, more into our programming is belt marches like belt squat stuff. Um, so we simulate it. The best way I found, found to simulate it is I'll take a dip belt and then wrap that chain through some like heavy kettlebells, so like 150 pounds worth of kettlebells, right? And then just put like 45 pound plates on the floor. And I like to throw like a sandbag or a D ball on my shoulders when I do it too, just like tax my core and hips that much more. And like today we were doing three minutes on, three minutes off. So I have 150 pounds hanging off of my, my hips from a dip on a dip belt. And I'm holding a hundred pound D ball on my shoulder or my belly. And you're just walking on and off those 45 pound plates just for three minutes straight. And then you rest for three minutes. And uh, here's the thing, dude, the crazy thing about it is I'll tell you, you can do it. Mm. It's just a matter of deciding like, are you going to do it? You just yeah. got to get through the three minutes. It's, right. It's going to so suck like, from like 30 seconds on. It's like one of those things It sucks that it's like you could do that with like like 100 pounds or 300 pounds, and it's going to suck. It's just a matter of deciding like you're not going to put the weight down and you're just going to sit in that that misery for three minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was – uh we did three sets of that, and that – dude, that obliterated me. That just trashed my hips. Yeah, I bet, man. Yeah. I did uh, I did some uh, banded deadlifts the other day. I've been working out at a powerlifting gym in the mornings, mm. and we the belt the belt squat was a reminder of that. But we did like a deadlift, a sumo deadlift with bands on it and paws right below the knee. I just doing that kind of stuff, man, lights you up. Well, every uh, we've been doing that every other week, so uh, we're doing like a bastardized like a uh, conjugate cycle right now. So like Monday max effort lower, Tuesday max effort upper. Thursday, dynamic effort uh, upper or dynamic effort lower. Friday, dynamic effort upper. So, and then you all your lower days. If it'll be if it's max effort uh, squat on Monday, it's dynamic effort uh, deadlift Thursday, mm. and then you switch it. So then it'll be max effort day, uh, deadlift day Monday, and then dynamic effort squat Thursday. Is it just deadlifts and squats? I'll, I'll throw a little bit of assistance work. You only have so much time, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, so like the max, so the max every day is like, you'll go to a max set as heavy as you can go on some sort of variation of bench squat or deadlift. Okay. So a deadlift could be sumo dead, conventional, um, rack pulls, deficit deads, whatever. Back squat could be front squat, uh, front squat, zercher squat, overhead squat, whatever. The possibilities are, you know. And then yeah. uh, your dynamic effort day, that's like a straight up a back squat, 
a deadlift or a bench and I'll throw a strict press in there sometimes too. And that's with like bands and chains and you're working on velocity and like it, moving that bar fast and explosive. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you, man, even doing like as a CrossFit guy and doing like not doing it's crazy results. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, I benched 335 for a triple last week. When was the last time you even benched 335? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Three, and it was it was a pause triple too. I, I wasn't even bouncing it, so it was just like it was off. Hold it and then just blow it out for, and we yeah uh, hit it for three. Nice, man. Yeah, awesome. yeah. But anyway, so there's one more thing we need we do need to talk about before we get into this. Uh, this is going to be old news by the time this podcast goes live. But Morning Chalk Up released an article today, officially uh, stating all the different uh, semifinal events where they're going to be, who's hosting them, what the names are going to be. Uh, we haven't just, they haven't decided who's going to go where that, that system or how they're ranking anybody yet, but mm-hmm. we know where they're going to be, and, but we don't know when. Um, yeah. So we need to address the fact that the Mid-Atlantic CrossFit Challenge is in me and Roby's backyard and will be hosting a semifinal event uh, that if I have to go alone, I will be there. Bro, I'll drive out there with you. Dude, I'm far away. Well, it's, I, it's in D, I mean, it's in D.C. Like, D.C.'s not terribly far from you, right? Yeah, I'm just flying to, BW, fly to BWI, and yeah. you, you guys can pick me up on the way. We'll there it is. Scoop you yeah, up right on the way there, Just fly into BWI. We'll get you in we'll the morning. Go to BWI, yeah. then we'll go to the, uh, the metro station. We'll hop on the train. Boom. Right there. Yeah. Easy money. I, one, uh, thing, one thing I do want to talk about with this, I hate the name of the regional – that includes Australia and all the Pacific Islands, Oceania. Why? Just just call it Pacific. Or it's like <laughs> Pacific Island. Because Oceania, it's just a dumb name. I don't know. It just bothers me. Pacific could be Japan and like North but Korea. That's what, but that's what we have Asia for. <laughs> Oceania is just dumb. It just doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I just think so what's Hawaii? Stupid. I don't know. North America? <laughs> you've, been, you've been called out, Ruby. <laughs> Three, I'm three sips into this bourbon, so really? <laughs> getting a little loosey goosey, you know. Yeah, but we but, do uh, have, dude, I'm I'm so freaking excited for that! I can't yeah. wait. Brit, as soon as I told Britt today, she's like, "Oh, Kellen's gonna go to his first CrossFit competition." Well, that was my next two months old, but okay. We do also have to congratulate. We do also have to congratulate you and Britt on the birth of your guys' first son, the newest oh. member of the Pard My Jerk family. Yeah, our newest little jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the best. That, Little that baby Kellen. Yeah, I think oh. he got into something. I don't know if you could hear the, my fire alarm going off for some reason. <laughs> the fire alarm went off. Just, yeah, already, did you hear that? Already <laughs> being a little rascal. <laughs> he, like, literally barely move. He's already starting fires in my house. <laughs> can't even crawl yet. <laughs> what a jerk. Um, no, but like tentatively, so like I'm sitting here and again, I hope this doesn't sound dated by the time this podcast gets released, but if you look at it, they have a West Coast and they're doing the West Coast Classic. That's mm-hmm. going to be a, a, um, a semifinal. They're, they kept Granite Games, another loud live, which is fun. Um, and that's going to be in St. Cloud, Minnesota, presumably. And then we have Mid-Atlantic CrossFit Challenge. So it looks like it's going to be West, Central, East. So these are probably going to change though next year though. We'll watch we also, the, those opens back up. Games. Say it again, Rob. 
they have the Atlas Games in Quebec too. Well, I I would assume that's just going to be just Canada. I'm assuming. Yeah. You could be. I mean, I could be definitely wrong about that. But the reason I'm I'm assuming that mm-hmm. just because Minnesota and Quebec are so really relatively close. close to each other. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, I feel like uh, Mid Atlantic might be like a one-year type deal just because Waterpalooza has got to be one of the spots, you know, you would think. Well, if Loud and Live owns the other two spots, there's a good chance they probably want Loud and Live to have that fourth one. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm surprised they didn't give one of the European semis to Madrid because they own the Madrid, uh, the Madrid competition too that they never got to go off because of COVID. Uh-huh. So, uh, but I'm, I'm, tentatively excited right now so that's all the more reason we have to go because i would if i would assume the central is probably going to be like texas up i don't know how far east or west it may necessarily go but i mean you're looking at if it's all the east coast athletes right that's noah olsen that could be ben smith that could be the all the panchik brothers Um, did they did they say that you couldn't travel to did they say you couldn't travel to other, like, parts of the country, parts of your region to? They haven't really said anything yet. Like, they haven't said. So, I don't. I. Yeah. My guess is they won't. So they won't let Noah Olson go to the West Coast Classic. I bet you they won't. That's and I've been right so far because if you, I also said Dubai and Rogue were not going to get involved in this system, and I was right about that. Hmm. Yeah, but I you can kind of see Rogue. that. Those are such big money grabs, though, that they're just like, eh, we're good. You're detracting yeah, from gonna... the point. The point is I was right. Doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> Kyle's now patting himself on the back. A <laughs> little bit, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, you're looking at – I mean, but, but the reason I brought up the, the dividing lines is if they put Nashville and – like they put Tennessee in the east, that could be Brooke Wells. That could be Alex Smith. That could be Haley Adams. I mean, we could see some – uh, I mean, we're gonna we'll get uh, Carrie Pierce. I mean, we're gonna see some big time, real yeah. deal athletes come our way. Yeah. Heavy hitters, get some heavy yeah. hitters. Big yeah, time. we're gonna get some heavy hitters. So that okay, you guys there? I thought I lost yeah. you for a second. Oh, All right. Wait. So anyway, Kellen's the topic the at hand. What's that? Out there, Kellen's out there pulling on the wires on the router. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Starting fires and turning the internet off. Dude, he's uh dude, he's super chill, man. He just won't sleep on anything but my chest. So I'm Can you sleep with him on your chest? What's that? Can you sleep with him on your chest? Oh, don't we gotta cut that out of the podcast, man. They're gonna put you in like prison for saying that. Mm -mm. That's a big no no. Yeah, that's (laughs) a big you can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. I missed that. I'm not gonna incriminate myself on the internet. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but anyway um so the reason we've uh, we've gathered here today is uh the open is upon us um idea kind of came i think into into the fold when uh with the removal of matt fraser uh to have sort of an official podcast where we sort of power rank uh, our top 10 athletes going into the games uh yeah going in or going into the open our top 10 athletes that the way I looked at it was the 10 athletes in order that have the best shot to win it all based on the information we have been given at this point. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
okay. So, uh, so don't. Uh, so I figured we'll just go methodically through one by one. We'll start at 10, work our way up to one, and then we'll sort of talk our way through it as we go. So do you want to go first? Sounds good. Um, I have two honorable mentions. Guys, that I'm not even sure if they're going to be in the games for whatever reason, but two that are is Scott Pancheck. I'm not, is he going individual this year? I think do we, he is. Do we know? Yeah, okay. I think he said he was done with teams. I mean, because well, he can't him. do teams because right. of the new rules with teams. I think he said oh, yeah. he's going to give it. He's going to run it back one more time. Okay, and then my other one would be Roman Krennikov because nobody knows if that guy can get a visa. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but like I said, if he were if he were for sure going to be there, he'd be in the top ten pretty pretty easily. Yeah, he's like this like mythological creature out there. Like, well, dude, he crushes everything for the most part, everything that he does, and then yeah. but he just can't get to the games. Like we don't actually know if he's gonna do well at the games or if he's just like a like an open hero. Yeah, but it's like, but dude, he's like a he's like a Bigfoot or like a Yeti or something. It's like we're pretty sure he exists, and we're we know it's gonna be awesome when we see it, but nobody's been able to get eyes on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's wild. He's like Zack Snyder's Justice League. Hype, <laughs> <laughs> hype, hype. hype eventually we're going to see it. But, like, because we've seen him in, in competition. Yeah, he's he did Dubai. He's and he's a freak show. Yeah. But, Didn't he win, did he win strength and depth? I don't know. I can't remember. I, he, I know no, he won Madero's won that, didn't he? Uh, I think that's how Madero's qualified, yeah, right? I thought that was Madero's discount. Maybe. Maybe he was uh, probably one fifty or something. I can't remember. Yeah, that, that might be it. There's there too, too many, many of those. Too many yeah. sexuals, man. I'm, yeah. I was terrible with them. I can't remember who did what. They all did them all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Danny Spiegel did every single one of them. He's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in some way or another. Yeah. So. So. All right. All right. My, my number 10 is it's kind of a like a long shot guy, one that normally probably wouldn't go there, but Samuel Cornier. Oh, okay. Yep. So, I was looking at some of his finishes in uh, 2019 games. Finished this 2019. Yeah. No, tw the 2020 games with all the online stuff. He finished eighth, 17th, fourth, 25th, 20th, and 10th. So he had one one bad one in there and everything else was pretty okay. What was the one he took 25th in? It was hold on. One sec. 25th. It was the toes to no wait. Toes to bar lunge workout? No. I'm sorry. The 1,000 meter row. So like a one-off, highly specialized yeah, yeah. event yeah. too. Yeah. And then, he, and then he didn't do well in Nasty Nancy. So. Oh, okay. That one, but like he had high finishes in the other ones. Um, yeah, I, I, I think he could be a kind of a dark horse guy. And he trains with Froning and uh, Haley Adams occasionally. So. He's like a mayhem guy, and they're always singing his praises. Yeah. Like, he's always getting posts. He's always getting love. They're always saying how much of a beast he was. I thought he was going to be dude number two on Team Mayhem. I was surprised he wasn't. Yeah. I think because, like, he legitimately thought he had a chance to make the games last year. So, mm -hmm. like, why, why, why handicap himself and go into a uh, team now? He's I – mean, I mean, he's a beast, man. Like, I, I'm looking – I have his, uh, his profile up on the uh, games – you know, came in the sport 2014, 
uh, you know, t- t- uh, 23,000 in the world, switches that up, finishes 111th in Canada, then 57th, 31st, 17th, 2nd, and 4th. 2019, he was ninth overall in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And usually the, uh, he opens a good predictor. Overall. Yeah. Like 2020, he was 12th overall. Yeah. Like he's, he's definitely going to make some noise if he can, you know, keep up these results. Yeah. Yeah. I, right. yeah, I think he's, he's a, a good young, kind of a, not a rookie, but like a good young guy to kind of go for. Yeah. yeah he's only 25. So that's a good call too. He's right in his prime. 180 All right, so, centimeters. <laughs> So my number nine is the one and only James Newberry. Wow. You went a, a very different direction on this than I would have. Yeah? Yeah. I'm curious how you can defend James Newberry being number nine. Because that dude had – okay. So we're in the 2019 games. He finished sixth, fourth, fifth in the first three events. Uh, and, I, and it gets a little dicey after that because of all the cuts and everything. But, like – right. Uh, fifth, seventh, second, first, and then he had the two bombs at the very end. But like he had some high finishes in 2019, and then 2020, he was like the number eight qualifier, like the third person out of the uh, of the top five. Like yeah, but he got online. didn't he get hurt last year? Was he in that real nasty bike accident? Yeah, he got into a bike accident. Yeah. No, no, that was before the season started. He's not on the leaderboard for 2020 for the games at all. I think that was, like, right before the Open that happened, right? Yeah, he, yeah, because he had to get surgery, right? It was, like, like bad. He, got, like he almost he got, got, Like, he broke his back, didn't he? Yeah, he definitely – it was a bad injury, but I was pretty sure he came back. Uh, unless he changed he may his have. name. You know what? You know why I'm, I'm always sort of um, – I don't necessarily buy into guys like him a lot. And Newberry's probably the fittest man currently living in Australia. So yeah, the dude is not a slouch. He's also going to win that Pacific region, whatever qualifier that is. Uh, I'd put my money on Baden-Brown. I was going to say, Baden-Brown. Mm, nah. Yeah, dude. Uh, or, uh, what was the sanction that blew everyone away? Was no, it the Torian, Torian Pro? He, like, knocked everyone yeah. out of the water? Well, um, you, got, you got Baden-Brown. You got Con Porters there. Porter's been around, though. Yeah, Con Porter's out. Still, I mean, he's oh. consistent, though, man. He's been consistently kind of average. Yeah. Consistently no, I don't, I don't, I don't buy guys like yeah. Newberry because you throw in – so he's going to do great when you. it's like, okay, there's a swim. All right, he's going to knock that out of the water. Okay, there's a bike event. He's going to knock that out of the water. There's a long run. He's going to do pretty well on that. But then it's like as soon as we get into, like, the CrossFit-y stuff or, like, uh, some heavy lifting – then he starts eating a bunch of 18th and 20th and 22nd places and then just falls down the leaderboard. But, I mean, it looks like on Instagram, though, he's been focusing on his strength all offseason. I mean, he also he spent to. two weeks in a hotel room doing burpees, too. So, Well, I mean, I think most of us did when quarantine first started. <laughs> well, so. That's true. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, you I, know, I, I like him as a guy that kind of, like, he shoots his shot, he gets top five finishes, top ten finishes, and then he, he bombs some other ones. But like yeah, we said, James like, Newberry fucking send an award. But like we said before, <laughs> Frazier's gone, so not everybody's gonna. There's not gonna be that one guy finishing in the top three yeah. every time. So now, see, that's a good point, and that and how much that shakes everything, everything up because there's yeah. not gonna be one dude eating all the points like Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah. So big. Um, 
Number eight, Dylan. Number eight is Brent Fikowski. And that's really only because it's Brent Fikowski. I like his, his name. I don't, I don't think he's going to – I'm not a fan of him for this year. I don't know if I would have even put him in the top ten, to be honest with you. I'm you just, guys are both insane people. Why, that dude has – I would put him as a top three contender to win the whole thing. And I know I'm stepping on my own words right now because we talked about this on the Fraser podcast. Like, it, it, give me one good reason why that guy cannot win it all this year. I just, I don't see his – People are better than him. I don't see his good workouts being that much better than the field, but his bad workouts are bombs. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good point. When he bombs, he – Balls. I think he's going to have a I, – I, yeah. I, I still think he's going to have a problem even trying to get to the games. I'm, with, I'm not sure how all the sanctions and stuff works, but he never does well in the open. Like, the, like is he going to win? Is he going to win a sanctional? not built for guys put together like like he and I are. Like, like he's, he's six foot two. He's long. He's heavy. Like, the open's not built for him. But the, the reason I, I always give him a shot, especially this year, is because – He's like – he can excel at a lot of stuff that everyone else sucks. So, you're right. Because he's a big, long, heavy guy, if you throw burpees at him, it's not going to be a good workout for him. Yeah, but, but there's everything... another side of that, too, where if you throw a workout that is mechanically advantaged to a larger athlete, he has a habit of always blowing those out of the park. Plus, he's a phenomenal endurance athlete. Yeah, but the Open this year is going to be so wonky because they're only using four different – pieces of equipment like there's there's going to be burpees there's going to be these body weight movers that he's going to struggle with but he's gonna he's gonna make it to the quarterfinals for right sure. quarterfinals you only need to be in the top 10 percent yeah. and then we have no idea what the quarterfinals are going to be yeah. like that yeah. could have yeah. ghg sit-ups and like assault bikes and yeah. like rope cl- or whatever because at that point they can throw anything they want in there yeah yeah i don't know i just don't i don't i've lost faith in him I, yeah, but Dunk, I, I, I do agree with you with that. Like he, there are bigger athletes in the field that are better than he is right now. Yeah, dude, sure. you're at. He's a 300 pound snatcher. He's he well, absolutely we just talked obliterated about this like a week ago. That there's what? other guy. We just talked about this like a week or two ago. That there's other guys that can snatch 300 pounds. But they're also. But those same guys are not going to win the run swim run either. But st- it. I Look, man, I, I, I Look, you're right. You're making good points, but he's going to finish like he's going to have like four finishes where he's like 38th place. Yeah, but the you know what the thing about that is though. Again, now that we've removed that that elephant in the room, that's not going to kill people the same way as it did. Rich Froning won the CrossFit Games, having taken damn near a last place twice in those games. Yeah, uh, I just I, I've lost faith in him. I've lost yeah, faith. I, but there wasn't as much of a a field as there was when Froning did that. Like, now you've got all these heavy hitters in the games now, especially with Frazier being out. There's not going to be a lot of wiggle room for points now. I don't know. I, I, I still have faith in him. But what's your, what's your next one, Dunk? All right, you guys are going to probably laugh at me for this one just because it came after Fikowski. But <laughs> well, number seven is Travis Mayer. What? Yep. <laughs> you think Travis Mayer has a better shot at than Brent Fikowski? Yes. Dude, did you do that thing where you just had like like the way like you have a dog pick your March Madness bracket where you put like yeah, treats yeah. in front of different names? <laughs> no, I had Teresa come over here and close her eyes and just kind of pick names. No, 
Travis, Travis Merritt. That's why Doug had to move the podcast back to seven yeah, yeah. five is because he's like, uh, he's like, uh, I didn't do my list yet. Because he had to smoke <laughs> a bowl before doing his list. No, <laughs> Travis Mayer finished ahead of Brent Fikowski in 2019. He finished ahead of him in 2020 when it came to the online stuff. Now, okay, Kirby, well, Roby could possibly call me out again. Hold right on. No, Travis, Travis Mayer finished talking, 19. Keep talking. Fikowski finished 15. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Roby called me out again. I don't know why I'm, I'm messing up with my, my stats here. But, but <laughs> Mayer did finish ahead of him in 2019. And I, I, think, I think Mayer's due, man. I'm just – I see it. I think it's going to happen, at least as far as getting into the top 10. Okay. He's been in the top 10. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, a good he's, athlete. He's strong. He's strong. He's good at the grunt work. I will, I will, I will see this because I do feel bad for Travis Mayer for my comments. Uh, he is underrated as an athlete. For yeah, sure. I mean, he's he's that guy that everybody's like, oh, he's just he's kind of there. He finishes pretty good every time. Well, he's just not like he's not flashy like the media. Like he just doesn't do the media stuff. Well, he's nobody really talks to him. Nobody really just like, yeah, I'm just here. I'm just competing. I'm well, there's cool. also something to be said about the guys that it's like he's not flashy and that. It's like it's not like oh it's the one rat max front back squat like he's gonna run away with it, but there's also something to like not sucking at anything like you know never take a thirty fifth place, mm-hmm. and I feel like he doesn't do that very often. I, I have to check the numbers on it, but I feel like that he doesn't do stuff like that too often either. I mean, no. if, if you look at his finishes in twenty twenty, he had a twenty fifth on Fran, ninth on the front squat, twenty fourth, fourth, eighteenth, fifteenth, seventeenth, nineteenth. He he's, another, he's another big athlete that's going to struggle with some body weight stuff. Yeah, he's still consistent, though. He's 5'11". Really? He's 5'11". I would have definitely said, like, 6'1 or 6'2". Still, t- that's taller than I would have thought. Yeah. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. So, where so – where, uh, keep going. Sorry, go ahead. No, okay, number think, six. Yeah. Okay. Cole Sager. I, uh – he finished well. He finished well in 2019. He didn't do that great in in the uh, in the online stuff in um, 2020. What are you oh, laughing about, Roby? No, like Cole Sager. I'm, no, I'm laughing at Kyle. You're gonna give him a heart attack over here. <laughs> you don't like Cole Sager, oh, man. The guy just had a baby. You can't kill. Listen, him, I don't. Like, I I just want to let you talk, and we'll just move on to number five because he's a he's a he's a hell of a nice guy. He's going through a hard time right now. Look, man. <laughs> I, I like Cole Sager this year. All right, but we'll move on to five because clearly you uh, you just no, want please, to overpass out. No, please, please back this up. I I want to hear you justify this. He finished. He had a lot of top ten finishes in 2019. Mm-hmm. He finished. He was in the top 20 on the online stuff in uh, 2020. Yeah, but one, like I said, one top ten finish in 2020, and it was tenth. Go yeah. get. Go ahead, Roby. Like, go ahead. Go get him. <laughs> 13th, 19th, 20th, 12th, 10th, 6th, tied for 16th, 19th, 20th. It's, it's, it's another one of these, like, yeah, we love him. He's a Bergeron guy. He hangs out with all these awesome people. He's just done. He's right his course. I, I don't think he's done. That, that's tough. He's not going to shake things up this year. Just, I, I think he, he's a he's, he's a solid be, bet to finish top ten like he like he has in the past. He'll finish top he'll finish top twenty, and he'll be twentieth like he was last. <laughs> he'll year. be twentieth. 
That'll be oh, it. Well, listen, he can at least I, say I'm top 20 in the world. For the for the sake of the of uh, this discussion, Doug, I just really hope the 2021 games uh, have eight different workouts and involve rope climbs. So, yeah. Oh, uh, that uh, if that's the case, uh, it'd be great too because our girl, uh, my girl China Cho, would knock one out of the park too. So, <laughs> uh, no, nah, he's like I said, I don't want to sit here and be mean to anybody, but he's he's not like he's not super strong at all he's he's not a good strength athlete his deadlift is uh is real low if you remember that 2016 i'm sure he's worked on it since then but he's not a great deadlifter his back squat is not good you know uh he's a surprisingly good endurance athlete i don't think he gets enough credit for that i think but, he's uh, just the, the he's the male like he's a grunt work guy he's just like catherine like he's gonna he's gonna finish pretty good in most events and then he'll have a few top 10 finishes and he's gonna creep around yeah. that top 10 top five on the leaderboard He's like, not, as from, from being a D1 year. football player, he's not – he's exactly the opposite of what you would expect him to be. That is true. Yeah, like – You expect him to be a, a real powerful guy and – Right. You like, think when – oh, when there's a – when there's a, the, the 2019 sprint workout, like, oh, the uh, D1 safety is going to blow this out of the water. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't – I just – I'll just say I, I, I don't think that will be the case. But uh, we can move on. <laughs> All right, number five, I got number your boy, five. Justin Medeiros. See, now you're talking sense. <laughs> I I like Medeiros, but I, I think he's going to get that, that sophomore kind of slump thing going. Like, just – I don't know. He had so much success last year, so I'm, like, talking badly about the fifth – the guy on my, at my number five spot. But I don't think – everybody's kind of assuming he's going to be, like, one or two. I'm, I'm thinking more – he's going to be in the top ten, but not – but not winning the games this year. Um I don't know. It's just every time you get a rookie in there and they, they do well, you kind of just expect them to take their foot off the gas a little bit. And uh, that's kind of what I see, but I still think he's going to finish top 10. Yeah. You could say that he also benefited from yeah. a screwed up game structure as well. And that's, that's tough with all these guys, though, because it's been two years of screwed up, mm-hmm. like just weird games. Because I know that's the argument Kyle loves to give against Haley Adams. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure yes. that'll be heard later. She won't even, <laughs> even be in his top 10. She'll, she'll be like thirty yeah. fifth for him because she's <laughs> from a screwed up game structure. Yeah, no, I, I think Madera's got talent, but I just don't think it's all going to come together this year. Yeah. See, I like I uh, everything you're saying makes sense. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push back too much on it. Um, Madera's to me strikes me as like the guy. If I was gonna like put together a starting five basketball team of CrossFit athletes, he's like a guy I'd want on my team. Like, he just strikes me as, like, a great athlete. Like, he moves well. He picks up skills really well and just really enjoys kind of grinding and just kind of finds a way just to enjoy the day in, day in and day out of it. He's got, like, a like a, like a a childlike joy out of training from everything I've seen it with him. Yeah. He's got a great coach. So great I also haircut, think, too. Great haircut. <laughs> I also think he's getting kind of a boost just because he's, like, the only person Frazier's ever, like, um, spoken well about oh, yeah. like like yeah. the only person he's ever name dropped in a good way yeah his stock flew through the ceiling after that right <laughs> yeah yeah so like he's he's definitely getting a bump there i feel like since sure. frazier's retired his like social media he's gotten so much friendlier on social media yeah right like he's just like posted photos of like him and sammy eating charcuterie that's because he doesn't care anymore man and he's, he's just got... like eh whatever like i don't have he's... to be mean to everybody anymore he's living Bro, that vacation uh, life like, let's take let's take a sidestep just for 
five, I'm time capping this one at five minutes. Okay. But so Fraser made the comment the other day of like, oh, everybody says they want to win the games. Everybody says that they do, they sacrifice everything in the world to, to compete at the highest level. He goes, and they say all that right stuff, but then you look at their social media, they're going out to eat every night. They're going out with their friends on the weekends. They're like all the, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're posting the food they're eating and it's, it's, it's not great. Ever since he said that, I'm not going to name drop here. I'm sure you guys can sort of fill in the blanks of people you think I'm talking about. But when I pay attention to my social media now, and I look at what certain athletes put out there publicly. I'm like, yeah, you don't, you're, ex, you're, you're exceptionally talented. You're an amazing athlete and you work hard, but you're never, it's never going to be there for you. Cause you're like not willing to do the shit that champions do. Well, I don't know why you got to put me on blast like that, Kyle. Like, I like going out <laughs> to eat with my wife. Like, sorry. No, yeah. no I, 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 I do agree. Cause it's, it's like that old Ronnie Coleman saying like, everybody wants to be a bodybuilder until it's time to lift heavy ass weights. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a truth, man. Like he talks about it, you know, and you guys probably already went over this in the retirement pod, but you know, he sacrificed everything, you know, him and Sammy getting married bachelor part everything man like yeah and it benefited from it yeah but like so so since he like how many people are actually sacrificing that though like is anybody else doing it to the the extent that he is like no probably not maybe people will try but like is it going to be as big of a deal this year because he's not there it's so tough man because there is a degree right like no matter what you say though and i'm going to step on my own point because i like like champions like Fraser and Froning and Thor's daughter and David's daughter and Toomey, they come at an intersection of that level of commitment and hard work and God-given talent, right? There's just not a lot of people out there. Like, like I remember like when I was young and I had the time and the capacity and the desire to compete at a high level, I would put in the time and effort. And I'm like, like, fuck, man. Like, I'm hurt. I'm beat down. This is killing me. Like, I just don't think I ha- like, and you know, there's probably some level of excuse me, but I'm like, I just don't think I'm wired the way these people are wired. Like I don't have the hardware that they do. I feel you know like I mean? all of us though, we sit there, like we can put in the hard work, but we just put in the hard work and we don't put in the, the boring stuff in the living room for That's three true. hours at night. You know, like we'll go lift all the weights. Yeah. We'll go lift all the weights and then we'll go inside, eat dinner, sit on, watch some TV, whatever. We're not going to sit there and roll your lats out for 30 minutes. And right. So and it's, it's, like, stuff. it's just boring. And it's like so one of those things too. It's trains. like, you always tell people like, you don't understand how good you can feel until like you actually commit to changing your diet or like you talk to someone that's sedentary. And it's like, you don't understand how good you can feel when you actually, till you actually start exercising regularly. It's yeah. probably one of those things like, Oh, it's like, if I just, took that week if i took a a few months off from like alcohol right and then just seeing what that would do to my to change the way i would feel it probably has something to do with it but all that's another just a lesson right there where it's just like you have to every controllable facet of your entire life needs to be in control if you want to compete with those guys only problem with that like he can say that because like this is his life but like somebody like you me roby whoever's trying to get into it they can't have that mindset because they i can't sleep 10 hours a day Mm-hmm. work out for yeah. four hours a day and then roll out stretch do all the mobility stuff for uh, another two like there's just there's not enough hours in the day for somebody who doesn't this isn't a profession for 
Exactly. Like, I mean, and there's quite a few of them that are at this point, but like somebody like you and I, like starting out, that just getting into the sport, you, you got to like take it slow. Yeah. It's so overwhelming, right? Like we were, ju- we were just looking at Sam uh, Cornier's profile, right? And he finished his first year in the Open, he finished like 23,000 something and then bumped to like 1300th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like making those jumps like that. It's like, how do you even do that, man? Like that, that level of commitment so early. It's yeah. not like unreal. So anyway, I think that's and, our five minutes. Time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's so, our, our five minutes, 10 minutes later. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, Don, what's your number four? Uh, BKG. I mean, he's consistently in the top three, pretty much top five, pretty much every year he goes to the games. Yep. He's, he's strong. He's got a good motor. He's, he's good at everything. He doesn't have a, like a true, true weakness. Yeah. Um, so no yeah, I, I, I think he's, uh, he's, he's definitely one of the ones that I could see winning the games this year and I sure. it wouldn't be a fluke or anything like that. Yeah, if, if he wasn't in your top five, I was going to yeah. have a conniption. Yeah. He deserves to be there for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, he's, he's put in years. So he's, he's a beast. There's really no reason to have much more of a discussion. Yeah. Dude's a beast. Um, all right. Number three, then, uh, no Olsen. I think uh, you guys know I'm not the biggest fan of Noah Olsen, but I mean, he's consistently been in that top level for the last three years. Like uh, even in 2017, he was, he was there at the top and then he just, he had one bad event. So like, like I said, he's strong. He's not like crazy strong, but he's not like, he's not going to bomb any strength events. He, he's, he's good at running. He's good at swimming. He's good at all the gymnastics stuff. And like I said, he's, He's been he's been at the top every year really since 2016 2017. So I'm going to explain to you why Noah Olson will win the CrossFit Games this year by an extremely large margin. Oh please, because please do. Matt 200 200 plus points margin of victory. Okay, 200 200 plus points. Please do. Okay, bro, stop drinking. <laughs> I'm going to tell you – allow me to paint a picture with words for you. I'm going to let you talk before – and we're not going to say anything. Thank you. That would be a nice change of pace. <laughs> I'm going to mute uh, myself. The year is 2010. LMFAO is at the top of the music charts. You just finished watching Iron Man 2. You turn on the CrossFit games on the internet. A gentleman by the name of Rich Froning cannot complete a rope climb without falling on his face. Fast forward one year later. Does anyone want to tell me what happened with Rich Froning in the year 2011? He was good at rope climbs. He won the CrossFit Games. Yes. Exhibit B. The year is 2015. A gentleman by the name of Matthew Fraser is competing in a workout in the CrossFit Games. He is having difficulty with what movement, gentlemen? Legless rope climbs. Legless rope climbs. Being taller uh, than 5'7". Oh, sorry. <laughs> you guys want to tell me what happened in the year 2016? Matt Fraser won the Games. By us. Uh, the the largest margin in men's points history at that point. Okay. Okay. The year is 2017. A gentleman by the name of Noah Olson is competing in a workout called the two 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 three intervals. 
You want to remind me how that went for a guy by the name of Noah Olson? He fell <laughs> off the rope. He fell off the rope several times. <laughs> so what I'm telling you is now that Matt Fraser is out of the fold, this will be the year that Noah Olson wins by 200 points. You don't know. You want to know what's like good about your story? That you're wrong about. It's like Broning won the next year. Fraser won his <laughs> next year. So Noah Olson's going to win four years later. <laughs> like, yeah. Like he couldn't fix his stuff prior. <laughs> there is well, no continuity to your story. Like you, you were doing, you were doing <laughs> great Terrible. until everybody realized how it was going to end. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, dude. I'm telling you. This is the year for Noah Olson. This is the year Noah Olson is in first place for a portion of the games and then blows it. No, dead ass though. Dead ass. Uh, if Noah Olson can eliminate the bomb events, because he's, he's pretty much good. He's, he's going to finish top ten in almost everything. And then he's going to give you two events where he just – he would have been better off just sitting there and just like pissing his pants after. Which is weird though, because like there's no real reason for him to have the bomb event because he's not bad at anything. If you go real heavy on him, he's going to finish middle of the pack, and that'll hurt. Yeah. But that's not but, a bomb. But he, he has issues with stuff. I feel like when it's something he's not really expecting or prepared for. I don't think. Uh, I, I think he's got issues with like, like pushing past the red line. Like he's really good at getting to the red line, but like doing a workout at the red line and then just pushing through because he knows he needs to win. Like we saw it the yeah. last, at 2019. Like he, he's sitting there doing singles when he knows he needs to win, but he's just not, he's not pushing his pace any further than what his original plan was. So it's like, like if you're not willing to make it hurt just a little bit more, like what, like what are you doing? What do you think happened to him in 2020? I don't know. Why was he not more successful? I don't know. Cause there's, he should have been the number two guy. Man bun. Man bun. That is a good call. That's why. No, I don't know. Like, like he didn't do well in like a lot of the workouts. Like, he didn't do well in the the first workout. Like, and you would think a muscle up in a just a moderately heavy bar. Like, he, he should be able to handle that pretty well. Didn't do well in that. Um, I, I think he just overexerted on that one. Like, because that was right up his alley, and I overexerted what? It, like, like there was no real re like way to overexert yourself though. I feel like, like but, he, but he was failing on the jerks in that workout like okay if you take out because he did uh, if i'm looking at it right now he did he did well on atalanta right if he finishes fourth on atalanta which is where he finished o overall like i think he finishes fifth out of five in the games this year which i don't i don't know I, I, that I was surprising i think you're right yeah because he he was pretty much fourth or fifth the entire way mm -hmm. like he got second in atalanta yeah i mean you have Fifth, third, 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 second, fourth, fifth, fourth, 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 second. Yeah. Yeah. So, not anyway. a great showing, but. Yeah, I was real surprised. Like, I didn't expect him to win, and I really didn't expect him to finish number two. But that was just basically, a, like, a personal thing that I just don't have I much faith in him. Number, I thought he was taking second again. Considering he had to beat Je Jeff Adler, a rookie in Justin Medeiros, and Sam Quant, who is not – he's not bad, but – there's no, there was no reason to expect him to be better than Noah Olsen because he's never finished ahead of Noah Olsen in his career. Yeah. So, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what, what was going on. Maybe just the different change of scenery, the different environment. Maybe he really feeds off of crowds. 
Maybe, yeah. 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 But all right, number two. I I like I like him to be to be up there though. Uh, my number two is Vellner. I like yeah. Vellner. I, I think <laughs> yeah, that's really not really nothing to say. I mean, yeah, I yeah. Mean, like if he's healthy, he's another one. If he can avoid the problem with Vellner is he would be on the podium every year he's ever been in the CrossFit Games if he can just av- avoid the random just shitting his pants workouts and not even like not even like a mental like not, like a yeah. strategic issue or he couldn't handle it like literally falling off of a the obstacle course. Yeah, or like, or like, where, bike, uh, put his, like the one he had the one where his bike chain broke. Like that's not his fault. Yeah, right. yeah. Like or, uh, or or the the run swim one, like the run swim run where he took what thirty eight. Yeah, that was weird. That and was that, just. So, but he's I mean, just not an he's just not an endurance athlete. But he but he that's is a decent endurance athlete. I think he's decent, like, he's, but like he's good like at that. that kind of stuff. Maybe yeah, he's just but, not a good swimmer. Yeah, but like I don't know. He's always up there. Maybe Fraser retiring just lights a fire into him and like. Like works on some of these things that like maybe like the mental game that he's got focuses a little bit more so he doesn't have these thirty eighth place finishes. Yeah, I'm I'm scrolling through them now. Like, yeah, just the random, you know, the sprint couplet. He took thirty fifth in a workout with bar muscle ups. The former yeah. gymnast took took thirty fifth place. I feel like he's a he's a guy. It's like it's like man, I'm not in the top ten. All right, I'm not pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could right, definitely I'm, see that. I'm just all right. I'm mailing it in. I'm just I'm just gonna kind of get through this one. Trying to go have some beers with the boys. Yeah. You know, just trying to get out of here. I heard a funny story about that that I can tell you guys off air. <laughs> nice. All right. <laughs> number one, dog. Number one. Okay. So in. tell tell us your number one, and explain to us exactly why it is Jeffrey Adler. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry, Matt McLeod. Tell us why it's Matt McLeod. My number one is Chandler Smith. Yes. Chandler I, Smith, dude. Yes. Yep. I went for it. I, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't going to be him, but then I just started, like, watch some of the it. stuff. Like, that dude is a freak show. <laughs> he can just, That's like, true. get some of the form stuff down, be a little bit more efficient. Like, he is just a maniac. That dude has tighter calves than I do. No joke. Like, I, I dream about having a chest like his, you know? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I saw a picture of him today wearing like his like army sunglasses. Like this dude would make Wesley Snipes in the nineties blush. <laughs> no, no, I, I, uh, I think he is, uh, he's due. He's like, he's got a good mindset. He's driven. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to put his foot down and go for it, I think, I think he could, he could win it this year. He might be the only dude on the planet earth where it's like, if he got a role as a superhero in a Marvel movie, they'd have to tell him like, listen, man, we're going to need you to eat a few more brownies. Uh, you're a little too diced up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, You Doug, look jagged. You look like you yeah. would hurt to hug. <laughs> no, nah, Doug, I, I, I totally agree. Like, I agree with you. He's definitely due. He's got some weaknesses, obviously. Some of the gymnastic stuff, handstands, yeah. terrible. But like I said, we, we've established that everyone has pretty, some weaknesses. Again. Correct. But if, he can, yeah. but if he's been working on them in the offseason, can fill the gaps – he has a legitimate shot to win the games. Plus, he gave me double guns at the Rogue. So, I'm, all, I'm always rooting for him. Oh, I want to make it very clear. I don't think he it will finish in the top five at all. But You don't? No, I don't. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to blow the open out of the water. But, like, if you go back and look at, like, how he performed in the 2019 games when he had a shot, he, he was, like, fine. 
in, he wasn't particularly impressive. But he's a great – he's a phenomenal deadlifter and uh, phenomenal – he's amazing at burpees. You know, he's a, a pretty decent runner. You know, he's good with grunt work type of stuff. Um, strength is, is solid, but I think there's, like, some mental gaps that go on with him as well. You know, and then, like, yeah, it's like, technical issues I think he struggles with a little bit. He did have two top five finishes at the, at the 2019 games. In and what? Struggled. He did. He finished second in first cut and then fourth in, uh, on the ruck. Well, he didn't do well. He didn't do well. On the, yeah, yeah, I mean. Shot, <laughs> I mean that, the guy in the army is good at ruck. ruck. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, you guys talk about all the time about how much you loved first cut. So, and how good yeah, of a workout that is. So, if he's hanging with the top dogs in there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, elite uh, level uh, wingspan on that dude, too. True. That dude got some <laughs> yeah. arms. I mean, if CrossFit doesn't work out, bodybuilding for sure. Yeah. Like, for sure. All right. But well, he's ready to flip to the women now. Yeah. Now that Dunk just completely botched that. <laughs> we need to keep track of the. We need to keep track of these and see how many we're, <laughs> we're, we're right on the money for. Hey, it's fluid. Okay, this is a preseason power rankings. All right. So, uh, my number ten. See, I actually, I, I thought I was going crazy. I don't know. Uh, my number ten. I'm going to come out hot. You guys are. I don't think you guys are going to like this one, but uh, uh, Miss Ragnarhuder Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Totally fine with that. Yeah, I think she's. I think she should be in the top ten, but not like yeah, no not higher than ten. She's like you. I I can't in good conscience not put her in the mix. It's kind of like a thing that we're supposed to. It's supposed to matter for some reason, but I don't. I couldn't budge her past ten. Why is that such a big deal in CrossFit? I don't think oh. it's a big deal in Cross. I think it's a big deal for her. No, but like, like right. everybody freaks out when someone gets a new coach. It's, but it, it, like, like, like the only people that have gotten new coaches are like Sigma's daughter and then uh, Brooke Wells. But, but, they just I, keep I, bouncing, really. Yeah. Like who who else has really gone through coaches like that? Yeah, Frazier, I guess, kind of. Yeah, but yeah. he just left his Frazier coach. Basically, yeah. just did his own thing and kind of yeah. just stumbled upon Shane as a coach. Anyway, yeah, I I, I do agree oh, so, with having Sarah at ten. She's kind of like uh, Brent Fakowski for me. She's just she's there. She's going to probably do pretty okay, but I don't think she's going to win. The thing is, uh, I would have said Tommy Marquez kind of go to bat for her. And it was just like, you know, make of it what you will. But basically she had like, if you look at her previous finishes, just take this year out of the mix. I don't know what was going on, right? Mm-hmm. Basically she had like a lot of stuff happening. Well, she was injured in 19 and 18, right? Like she right. at some point got injured. She got like injured during the games both those years. And then yeah. 17, I think she was like sick. So it's like if you look at how she performed before all those things happened, she was right on brand with Sarah Sigmund's daughter. It's just something happened, right? And yeah. I, 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 I would have to go back and read. I, I know there's just things that have happened, and, you know, I hate making excuses, but, you know, I mean, stuff happens. You know what I mean? So I, I just want to give her a shot. Yeah. Um, number nine, uh, I went Christy Aramo O'Connell. So – uh, it was between her and Brooke Wells for me. And I give the advantage to Christy Aramo because uh, she moves exceptionally well. So basically when you look at Brooke Wells, she's elite with moving a barbell. Christy Aramo, elite on the endurance stuff. Both are pretty relatively equally represented within the games. So I'll give it to the person that moves well first. 
Uh, I mean, Christie finished ninth in the games last year, so. I don't know. I feel like Brooke Wells is, like, sneaky good at some, like, like she's a sneaky good handstand walker. Like, she's super strong. But she doesn't, she doesn't move well. And then she just, like, I don't know what it is about comp train athletes. They all tend to struggle with upper body pulling stuff, like muscle ups and rope climbs, yeah. pegboards. Like, yeah. I, I agree. Chrissy Aramos should be in the top 10. She's, she wins almost. She's up there with like Holte and Tia on all the, the long runs, the long endurance stuff. Sure. So, she uh, should be there. My number, my number eight, I went Haley Adams. I, I'm with Roby. I'm surprised you even put her in the top ten. <laughs> you got to put her in the mix. I, I'm not gonna. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised you even did it. Way too low. <laughs> no, I'm not that big of a hater. Uh, I just, uh, you know, it's a tired argument for me at this point that 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 selection process for the last two years has rewarded people in uh, an unbalanced way. Um, but she's not particularly strong. Uh, she really struggles with the barbell a lot. I know she's but getting she's gotten, better. She's gotten stronger every year. She's gotten stronger every year. I'm not going to take that away from her, but she's still nowhere in the – the girls that are in front of her, she's not even close to them yet. But if you but if you take out her basically having like a massive hemorrhage from her hands during Atlanta this year – The last workout. Third, but She takes third. Right. I mean, out of five. So she took top sixty percent, but still, I mean, you but you can't dock her for that. You can't dock her for a global pandemic. No, like, but I'm just saying I haven't seen anything out of her yet. To and and just when you watch her, she's she's not a particularly technical athlete. She doesn't she doesn't move well, really. She doesn't, she doesn't move a barbell well. She she runs well. She does all the gymnastics well. Her gymnastics stuff is not great. Like yeah, she's like a, if you watch like her muscle ups and that type of stuff, she's she's kind of messy, man. But she finished so, second in the 2007 reload. She tied for fourth in the handstand hold. That's great. Listen, I, I don't care. Hold's a tough, She's a tough one to, to argue because they're never going to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So that's where I'm at. Look, I put her on the list, guys, okay? Put her on the list. She's a free show athlete, elite level mental toughness. She, her potential is through the roof. I just haven't seen it yet. And there's, I have reason to believe that it's, it's not there yet. Yeah, I, I would um, put her higher, but yeah, I, get it. I, I think for me she'd be a top fiver. But uh, number seven for me, uh, Jamie Simmons, parentheses Jamie Green. I feel she's just like Chrissy Aramo. Maybe she's better, better gymnast, better gymnast. Stronger. Definitely not, not the same level endurance athlete. I put Aramo. I would put her below Aramo. Really? Yeah. I start I Jamie, so Jamie Green is like has lived off of her finishing in the first in the open in like 2016 for the last four years. That's where you're wrong, Dunk. All so right. I, I started my rewatch of the 2017 games today. I had it on yeah. the background, and uh, dude, she won Amanda 45. It, she's a freak, man. Yeah, like the most generalist, like all-encompassing, like CrossFit workout, like that you can that you can do, like 45 muscle ups, 45 squat snatches at 95 pounds. And she blew it out of the water. Also, she won the games on the team side with CrossFit Yaz. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. And the open Dubai too, right? Yes, no, she years Dubai. ago. Well, I mean, before anybody went to Dubai. No, uh, that was. Yeah, like Sigma uh, Br- and stuff there, right? No, the year that's that the year that you're thinking of, Briggs won the the uh, Dubai. 
Briggs and then Sigma's daughter and then Jamie Green. And we said it earlier, the open tends to be a good predictor of games finishing. Um, my number six, Catherine uh, David's daughter. Yeah. I got that. I, like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, like, she's, she has to be up there, but like, I, yeah. Eh. Yeah. You got to, got to put her in the mix. Yeah. And uh, I'm not a believer, but she, I mean, as long if, if one particular individual happens to be in the field, she's the only person that's going to win it. But if you take her out, she's going to be in the mix. She has a shot. Yeah. No, yeah, I, mean, she, sure. I don't think she has a shot to win. I think she has a shot to be in the like top seven. I think right. for her, it's just all mental. It's just she not strong. Mentally... She's just not a strong. Yeah. That's what kills her. She, she's yeah. not. Yeah. She's not particularly. She's not particularly strong by comparison to the field. And as soon as muscle ups come up, it's over. I also I feel like she was stronger in like 2016. Like I, I feel like her strength numbers have gone down. It's probably not. She just hasn't probably hasn't ascended to the speed as of everybody else has. Maybe, yeah. Like everybody else kept getting stronger, and she probably that progress probably slowed for her. Um. So with that being said, my number four is Amanda Barnhart. Ooh, and I, I didn't see you putting her up there. I'm a big fan. I'm she's a, strong. I'm a fan she's of strong, Barnhart. but she's strong and she's a good swimmer. She's stupid strong. <laughs> like. Yeah. She's she's a level, she's like a level of strength that like can make up for other deficiencies because she's, she's gonna, gonna disrespect weight so much more. Than bomb, she's gonna bomb all like the pull up workouts though, and but yeah, she bomb, but she bombs on like just like big time bombs. workouts. No, too. so in twenty uh, was it twenty eighteen that she couldn't do a single pegboard? Was it pegboard? Uh, yeah, uh, but then it was twenty nineteen. She came back, and you're like, oh, like she's She's good now. Like, she definitely improved. And now, like we said earlier, it's really hard to evaluate a lot of these athletes because we haven't had eyes on them in two years. But you saw that she improved from one year to another. Now she's had two years to work on it. I think she's good. I, th I think she buttoned that up. She's good with the endurance stuff. She's an unbelievable swimmer. I have tremendous faith in her. Is she good in, like, with endurance stuff, or is she just a good swimmer? Like, I'm is she a good long, like long runner. Like, <laughs> oh, like I, 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 I have to look swim. up how she did on the ruck run. But my point is, if you're a great swimmer, you're going to be relatively fine on all the other long, the long duration stuff. She finished 15th on the ruck, which I'll take it. Yeah, I mean that's that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. but if you uh, look at her, you look at her 2020 finishes. Though I mean, 22nd in Fran. Like she's just Fran is not a workout for her though. She's tall and she's like a but, like but yeah, a pull, she just bombs. She bombs on just CrossFit workouts. Oh, by the way, just want to I want to backtrack real quick. 2019, Jamie uh, Jamie Simmons took third place. I forgot about that. So she did. You, yeah, if you don't did. think she can, oh, yeah. she already has podiums. There's no reason to think she couldn't do it again. All right, but if you're gonna throw Haley Adams numbers out the window, like let's <laughs> just just put an asterisk next to that games. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, anyway, my number three, my number three, I'm coming at you with Cara Saunders. <laughs> so, uh, I think her, I, everybody knows she, she's a grizzly bear. Uh, and then she, she's one of those like Matt Fraser type athletes that was like, okay, I'm strong enough. Now all I care about is, is the engine. 
And then we saw that she improved that engine dramatically. I, but, um, I kind but, of I agree with you, but I also need to see it after she had a kid. Postpartum. Like she hasn't been to she hasn't been to the game since she had a kid. Right. So that was my next point where she we all were like, ah, oh, well, she had a kid now. She's got to prove it to us. And then she the had the kid. Yeah, and she blew the open out of the water. Yeah. I didn't didn't she have her best open finish ever last year? I uh, my I can't get the game site to load, but she t- I'm pretty sure she took eighth in the games. Uh, which last year she was she was last up year, there. Yeah. Um, I'm bringing I'm bringing her up now. Yeah, so she took eighth in the games. Oh, excuse me, hold on. 2020, she took 12th in the open, mm-hmm. which is her. Uh, yeah, she was, and she was like pretty much right after having, like, right after having a kid. Right. So she's actually had years where she took second and third in the open, but uh, it was a it was a good finish for her. It's like I I take Carl Saunders just because I think she is like has unbelievable mental toughness. I think she's a straight up killer out there, which and, is weird to say because she wasn't like that early on in her career. No, but I think I do. I genuinely think like becoming a mom and going through the go being postpartum and all that. Like, I think that affected her. I think it changed her. You don't, you don't think that she had unbelievable mental toughness, but in 2015, she had to be carried off the field from Murph from finishing after she like literally almost passed out on the run. That's fair. Like, I'll give it to you. I'm sorry. Like, Cara. Yeah, like she's been a, she's been a bad chick. since She's been a rat. <laughs> like she just, yeah. she just, Started a family with her husband. Like, it happens. Right. So she had to take a year off. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I, I agree. So. She be she should be up high. But yeah. Plus, she's an Australian. So if you if you give her a bicycle, if you put her on a swim, forget it. Unless and she's, she's going. Strong, she's the strongest one out Australian. there. Yeah. One of one of the strongest ones out there. Right. It's like it's <laughs> the strength stuff. It's I, I I almost like she makes me laugh because I feel like anytime she sees big strength numbers come like come up, she just kind of giggles like that's cute. <laughs> yeah. Like if if I touched a barbell for two weeks, I'd be snatching three hundred. So I don't really give a shit what your clean is like. <laughs> like she's like I have to actively not lift weights, otherwise I <laughs> uh, get too big and strong. Um, okay, so my number two is Carrie Pierce. I just think she's ascending. Um, just her, she has like elite level abilities and specific tasks that I think will carry over well for her. Um, I think she gets, she seems to improve every year. Uh, that chick loves the grind. She loves the day in, the day out. She strikes me as someone that has like that champions type of mindset that just will put everything into it. Um, I think if there wasn't, somebody else in the field she'd be like it just it would be hers to hers to lose this year yeah but she is she is not strong yeah i was gonna say she loves everything about the sport but getting stronger yeah but weightlifting but her her like, overhead press is amazing yeah like her, like arms her, her, her ability, her ability to press is amazing <clears throat> yeah but i mean you know she's not strong but like she's always had a strong overhead press but her, her arms are like the size like the size of my forearm she's a gymnast <laughs> Like, of like, course she's strong overhead. Yeah, like, yeah. it's her thing. No, I, I, think, I think her strength deficiencies are too much to overcome to be that high. Yeah. yeah I, but, I, w- I would not have put her at number two. I would have put somebody else at number two. 
I'm looking at I'm but I'm yeah. looking at her her numbers from the online portion this year. All right, she took 22nd in the front squat, which is not great. Uh, I, I'm going to double check on what her Olympic lifting numbers are, but like, dude, 10th in friendly fan, fourth in damn Diane, which should surprise nobody. Uh, but nasty Nancy, she took eighth, like, another, like an, expect, endurance, an, expect, an endurance workout. Would you expect her to finish like top three in friendly friend? Yeah, pull ups, man. I guess yeah. I, I, I think yeah. I guess it's really just like the leg strength for her. It's like that's like really the thing that's going to be her her downfall on a lot of the stuff. Yeah, she's like got, but, she's got a two ninety back squat, two twenty clean and jerk, one ninety five snatch, and a four hundred pound deadlift. And a two twenty clean and jerk at this point is not getting you through a lot of some workouts. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean, in 2019, the women's clean started at 225, and she failed it. Yeah. So, like, like I said, like there's going to be some workouts where she just physically can't do it. Yeah. But I'm looking at it, dude. First cut, she took second. Uh, second cut, she took third. Right, and then on the ruck, she took 13th. Like for someone that you would not expect to be a, a, a great endurance athlete, right? She, I'm just, I'm just a big Murph. believer of her. She won Murph in 2016. Correct. Yeah. There you go. I mean, yeah. I mean, if if you see if she sees gymnastics in a workout, forget it. It's over. And yeah. I mean that with with her against anybody. If it's a gymnastics oh, yeah, I, focused I workout, agree. she's going to beat every single person. Let me ask yeah. you this: Why didn't you put Kristen Holta here? She's yeah, injured. I, I, oh, really? I actually yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I didn't she's know injured. That either. Yeah, I uh, I have like my honorable mention list. Um, I I'm a I, I love Kristen Holta. I'm. Like, she might be the biggest savage of anybody in the games. That's why like, you guys did the list this week and I didn't, because you guys did that stuff. Yeah. Because uh, I was like, where, like, where's she at? I know. I was like, waiting. I, talked about I, I didn't know she was injured either. Yeah. She, uh, I don't know if she's competing or not. I just didn't want to put her on the list and then be like, oh, yeah, I look like an idiot because she's – but she made a post the other day about how, like, she's dealing with a significant uh, back injury mm. that, that seems, like, pretty serious. Do so, we, do we even have to do number I one? I don't think we need to. <laughs> uh, so, number one's Tia Toomey. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a, <laughs> make sure you guys uh, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, <laughs> Shocker of the week. Yeah. No, I mean, my – dude, it doesn't it, – okay, doesn't it just feel a little bit like – maybe this is wishful thinking. I, Tia Toomey is obviously amazing. I'm a huge fan of hers. Like, lo- I love watching her win. But it does feel like it's been a little bit of radio silence. Like she ha- she also hasn't been super as into it as she has been in the past. Or am I, I imagining like that? We got to wait a couple of weeks just because she's been doing the bobsled thing. I think it's over yeah. now. So, yeah, she won. Did you hear that? Did she win? Yeah, she won. That's wild. Shocker of the century. <laughs> That's great. Like I love seeing all these like all these people going out and trying these new sports and seeing how their training as games athletes goes into these different, especially, I mean, bobsledding. Right. I would love to see it go into like other stuff though. Like, but I'm with you. I love seeing their, them take this level of fitness and applying it to other sports. But do you guys think she comes back 2021? That would make five in a row, right? Or four in a row. Four. It's four, Four, right? Four in a row. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 would be five. Yeah. So you think she comes back 2021, smokes everybody by 400 points again, and says, okay, thanks, bye. How much did she win by in 2018? Like In 2018? Yeah. Uh, bringing it up right now. Please stand by. 
Stand by. She won. 60 60 points. 60 points. 64 points she won by. So the person she beat was Laura Horvath, who, if you notice, was not absent from this list. She doesn't need to be in this list. I was only saying that because, like, Tia's – I was thinking it was only three in a row that she had. But she she barely beat Kara Webb, Kara Saunders, 2017. Beats Horvath pretty reasonably. And then 2019 and 2020, we've all can agree, is weird years. So, like, do we think she could come back to the field a little bit and it could be – it's not as dominant as we say she is right now? It's possible. I mean, it's, it's like, a distinct like, possibility she has been training at the level maybe she could be with the focus on, like, the different sport. Because um, it's like you don't need – you don't need her necessarily to suck – you just need her, like, to take enough damage at the wrong times to maybe lose that spot. Yeah. Or somebody have a, just have an out-of-body experience, you know? I don't think she's going to lose, but I don't think she's, like, Frazier-level dominance, like, for the women's, right. you know what I mean? But, but even, even doing the bobsled, like, that was her off-season that she did this bobsled thing, basically. So she's, like, did it for fun, and now she can go back to training. Right, like – she like, she might be just like now in straight up open prep now and, and yeah. ramping up for the season and you yeah, know it's, I think we we've come to realize that they don't do much open prep they're just in shape all the time right like, and like they kind of work out start working out a few weeks before the open starts and kind of just get back into it well it's like because they have the luxury of doing that yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so it's while everybody else is like burying themselves more in training and training and training her and and uh, and like guys like Fraser they're just sitting there recovering. Yeah. just rebuilding their bodies so they can just kill themselves for another year, you know, which is kind of a fascinating thing to think about. Yeah. It's like, Oh, these guys actually only train nine months out of the year. The rest is like kind of just having fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like just a little bit of wishful thinking, but it almost, uh, I think she'll run it back again this year. And I think she'll probably win it again this year, but you know, the future from I mean, there is kind of up in the air. How many more years do you think she goes? I think this is it. I think she comes back. Wins I don't know that. She's year. pretty young. But I think like her and Shane want to start living life. Like I mean, Fraser's young too. He's he's our age. Fraser's thirty-one. Yeah, he's our age. Yeah, yeah. Then his thirties. Yeah, I'm not saying he's like old, old, old. Yeah, but but he could definitely come back and win again. No. Yeah, uh, I just looked at it. Toomey is twenty-seven. Yeah. So it's like, dude, you're right in your prime. Like, yeah, she could go for like. For, for she could go for another 10 years if she really wanted to like i mean we've seen briggs do it for the yeah. last 10 years so right but you think but but do you think she wants to no no maybe just kind of i think it's like once you once you're financially stable mm-hmm. and like you can now leverage your brand into future opportunities it's like why would you continue to do it to yourself yeah you know what yeah, i mean you're like just, you're beating yeah. yourself up because be a- here's the thing nobody wants to talk about the fittest athletes on earth are not the healthiest athletes on earth. Like yeah. you guys know, like there, there's a, there's a hormonal, like there's a hormonal tax on these people. There's a, like what it's doing obviously to their joints, like to long, like long, like your body isn't meant to handle that level of volume. They're, yeah. they're sacrificing things to their body, just like the way any other professional athlete does in the name of competing at the highest level. Yeah. So it's like, once you can get out to get out, <laughs> And then I, I feel like and, and they commit, I feel like, more to their training than any other athletes on the planet. And, and that's, like, what I'm saying. Like, she comes back for one more year, five in a row, 
she will forever go down as the fittest woman to ever do the sport. It's like, at, at this point, she's young enough where she can still rebuild her body then. Like, it won't have too much of a toll on her body moving forward. And she can just go enjoy life with her husband. Just go do what Frazier and Sammy are doing. Just Shane's going to be around, though, because they've got this new company. Shane's going to be training athletes for a while, I feel like. I'm not saying so she's not going to go training. very far. No, I'm, no, I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying yeah, she's but, not going to go I, very I far. Just, I just think her competitive career is just going to be over just because, like, what else does she have to do here? No. She's got more sponsors that she knows what to do with. She's always yeah. going to be the – like, she'll forever be the fittest woman to ever be in the sport. It's kind of yeah. interesting we've never seen – well, I guess we have. We, we saw it with, like, Anna Tobias and, like, Val Boboral. It's like it's it's interesting with these athletes where they're like I'm either all in or not, and they don't like the, sort of let the sport to sort of decide. So like, what if Tio was just like, yeah, I'm gonna keep competing, but I'm gonna give an hour and a half of my day to this every day and live the rest of my life. Like no one has done that at like the highest level yet. Yeah, you know, no. I mean, so you've got guys guys like Velner did the school and then just kind of trained in the evening, but right. But he was still doing like two a days, and like yeah. his life was yeah. still crazy. I'd be interested, like hear Tia just be like, "I still enjoy it. I love other stuff too, though, you know. And I'd like to stay in the sport. I'm not going to k- destroy myself anymore. And I'm going to work out for an hour and a half a day, and wherever mm-hmm. that takes me, that's where it takes me. Maybe think, uh, right before the games if I qualify. Do you think they've had any conversation about going team after, like, say this year if she retires? Oh man, I hope so. Yeah, that would be wonderful. You know, it's, it's also not fair with women, too, unfortunately, um, that re- it, it really does suck. With her being married, um, there, there has to be some level of a conversation, unfortunately, with, with female athletes where it's like, hey, I would like to sit down someday. Like, we, I would like to, to add to our family someday yeah. and, you know, have kids. And it, that's, that's kind of tough, too. That, 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 that burden kind of falls so much more on women than it does on men a lot of the time. And, yeah. you know. So, anyway, who did you uh, who did you have in your honorable mentions? Yeah. So I think we're gonna get I think we're gonna get some like some feedback though for not having Brooke Wells in the top ten. Yeah, I, well, I was surprised you didn't have, and I'm because not surprised, but I was like, you didn't have Thor's daughter, Annie Thor's daughter, in the top ten. I don't know what her deal is. I don't know if she's she's still like on the recovery yeah, right now. So. Okay, I was gonna say is she. Is she competing this year? I thought she was yeah. just kind of doing her thing. Yeah, it's a weird year. And, yeah, I don't know. I, I know yeah. she had, a, like, a kid and everything. but So, my honorable mentions were Danielle Brandon, uh, Bethany Shadburn, um, Turi Helgadotter, Danny Spiegel, uh, Karen Freyova, uh, Maddie Sturt, and Fee Sagafi. And uh, I threw some names that, like, in the women's field, without fail, every year, there's always someone that's like, where did this person come from? I've never yeah. heard of them. What like Their their field is so difficult to predict, you know, because you know I'm, I miss somebody that we've never heard of yeah. that's from Greece who's going to come in there and finish sixth. I, I do like that you put uh, Danielle Brandon on there. Um, she's been like one of those people that I follow on Instagram that you just – you always see her just grinding, always working, always working on something. Yeah, she, she, she was on the demo team last year too. I mean, she's a beast. She'll she'll have her day. She's still young. She'll be. I, I see her as like a top twenty. I don't see her cracking the top ten. Um, the one I wanted to put on there, but I, I just I couldn't redeem it was Danny Spiegel. Um, I just I just don't think she's there yet. Um, yeah. 
but anyway. I found it, it was it's kind of tough to uh evaluate like the the up and comers without the the regionals like right it, it, yes it's hard you're, to watch right. like we watch the regionals and you can see these people that you can tell that they're they're close but like with all these sanctionals and everything's all over the place you have no idea right that's true so, well, that's why Danielle Brand, like I've seen Danielle Brandon compete many times in, in yeah. sanctionals and stuff, and she's she's always in the mix. Yeah. So that, that's why I was I was a big fan of hers. She went but, to the 2019 games, right? Yeah, she went to the games in 2019. But yeah, if you go to that 2019 athlete list, there's a lot of people that are kind of exceptions now, and like it, it's hard. Yeah. And there's not as many like European athletes as I thought there would be, or just athletes that aren't from Canada or the United United States or Australia. Uh, that I thought there would be. So I, I definitely think we're going to see some crazy names popping out of nowhere on the leaderboard come open time. It's going to be a weird year. It's going to be a weird year. It's going to be well, a I mean, real people, weird year. People have had so much time to train now with quarantine and everything. So I think yeah. we're going to see some freaks pop out of nowhere. Yeah, but how, how hard was it to train during quarantine? But you, you know? but you saw all these people, you know, snatching in their kitchens on Instagram <laughs> and stuff like, that's why it's going to be weird because the open's also going to be weird and the extra, the workout selection is going to be weird. So you're going to see – I'm glad they're casting a wide net for the quarterfinal because, you know, the equipment list was one dumbbell. Yeah. Like the, the, how good is the open test actually going to be? Right. And they put – 17.1 repeat, just saying. Yeah, it's happening. Here. It's for oh, sure happening. Save it for the extravaganza. That's one of the questions I've written down. <laughs> Don't don't blow the lid on the on the on the 2021 open preview extravaganza. I already blew the lid like a month ago on our uh, our uh, top ten uh, open workouts or whatever we did, whatever that pod was. We did. <clears throat> oh yeah. Well, don't worry about it. Nobody could hear you on that podcast anyway, so it worked out. <laughs> you're, you're welcome, internet. You're welcome, internet. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up, boys. Um, thanks for jumping on. Uh, everybody, thank you out there for listening. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a review. Uh, hit that jerk work. Give us a tag in that. We'd love to see you guys out there grinding. Um, but, yeah, give us your interactions, comments, reviews. Thanks for listening, everybody. Dunk, Roby, thank you for jumping on. Check out-